morning and welcome to Emmett Audio episode 137. I have a head cold, so you're just going to have to deal with me. I was originally going to do uh, an episode about how when you work for yourself, uh, you know, nobody's going to pay you for a sick day. But uh, when I listened back to it, all I heard was essentially something that's true for everybody, which is when you're sick, when you're sick, you just got to suck it up and deal with it. And that's true whether you work for somebody else or for yourself. So uh, I scrapped that episode. And instead, I'm going to talk about workflow. And specifically, this is a wooden spoon geek out episode. So specifically workflow in spoons. And there's a couple things. First of all, it's important to note that workflow me is everything. Workflow is how I uh, essentially create the spoon I intend to create instead of just stumbling upon the spoon that ends up happening. That's not to denigrate spoons that just end up happening. That's where a lot of great ideas come from. But then if you want to duplicate that success, you need to have a process. You need to have a workflow that allows you to do that. Excuse me. And so I think whatever your process is, it's worth. See, I told you I was sick. It's worth writing it down. It's worth analyzing your process. It's worth uh, honing your process so that it gets better over time, and you avoid the mistakes that you have made in the past. Um, here are the broad strokes of my process. I think it's really important to work. Essentially in squares and not nibble off corners off of spoons unless it's done so with an eye towards efficiency and getting back to a place where you are working in squares again. Um, and by squares I mean there is a top face and a bottom face to the spoon and then there is a side edge. And that side edge essentially is kept at 90 degrees for the top and bottom face with the obvious rounding in the back of the bowl. Um, but you want that side edge to remain because that side edge helps you create an outline for the spoon that you want and then maintain it even as you change the curvature of the crank and profile view of the spoon. If you eliminate that side edge too quickly, it keeps you from being able to adjust the um, it keeps you from being able to adjust the curvature of the profile without also changing the outline of the spoon. That side edge is what gives you the wiggle room to adjust things and not have it completely change everything about the spoon. So for me, when I, my workflow typically involves working on either the top or the bottom or the outline in succession. And it always goes, carve around the outline first because you want to be able to see the pencil line that you're carving to. Then do the top face because usually there are axe cuts that go down into the top face and you need to get underneath them. You need to make sure that you've completely eliminated them before you then let the bottom react to what happens to the top. Now notice I haven't done the, the bowl of the spoon before and this is something I've talked about a lot. I save the bowl for last because as long as I haven't done the bowl of the spoon, I can always adjust the shape of the spoon. If I encounter a problem 
um, and need to, and, and I'm able to wiggle my way out of it by changing the shape of the bowl of the spoon. If I carve the center of the bowl too early in the process before all of that is resolved, then it, it might work out, but it might not. And I don't have any wiggle room. So for me, workflow is all about allowing for adjustment later on. And my entire process is one of starting rough and gradually pulling everything into refinement and not taking any steps that would allow me to get sort of boxed into a corner where I couldn't make adjustments. I want to be able to make adjustments right up to the last minute as I get more and more refined in my process. Hope that helps. As always, hit me up on Instagram with questions.